Okay, so this is all new to me, but I am very excited to start this journey with you guys. Um, but please be patient with me. I am in a very new setup. Uh, so any background noises, just, you know, please ignore them <laughs> for the time being. But uh, today I kind of want to come on here and just talk about, you know, kind of like uh, surface level stuff. Surface level queerness, if you will. I mean, even the surface level stuff, you know, even though I say surface level, what I mean by that is just kind of the stuff most commonly known about the LGBTQ community um, and uh, stuff like that. So even though I say surface level, I just mean, you know, more commonly known because uh, everybody's journey and everything is as deep as they want it to be. So, you know, not to um, discredit anybody's journey, (laughs) just, you know, stuff that is more commonly known. Um, So let's start off with kind of um, just breaking down the LGBTQ acronym within itself. Uh, First of all, the most commonly known acronym is LGBTQ. Uh, There's also LGBTQ+, um, LGBTQIA, and the most the, the most up-to-date or newest, if you will, is LGBTQIA+, I believe. And so I guess I'll just be going into, like, each of those and, and breaking it down and, and, you know, just going into uh, what they mean. Uh, so let's start off with the most commonly known one, which is LGBTQ. Um, LGBTQ is a acronym. Uh, the L stands for lesbian. The B uh, the G, sorry, the G stands for gay, the B stands for bisexual, the T stands for transgender, um, and the Q stands for queer. <laughs> so lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer. So LGBTQ plus is all of that, lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, queer, plus. Uh, the plus is, you know, it stands for every sexuality, every gender, every identity that doesn't qualify as straight, but doesn't really fit into the categories lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or queer, or, well, everything kind of fits into queer, queer, within itself is an umbrella term. Anybody a part of the LGBTQ community uh, can identify as um, queer, because queer is just the umbrella term uh, for all the queerness and gayness in the world, <laughs> for all the non-straightness in the world, if you will. Um, so, but if you want to like define yourself as more than just queer, but you don't fit into lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, um, then there's a bunch more labels and a bunch more identities out there but to not make a unnecessarily long acronym we all just fit all of them into the plus and that's kind of what the plus stands for just everything else you know um lgbtqia um (laughs) obviously the trend the the obviously the um acronym transitioned and got longer So once again, we know lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer. I um, stands for, if I'm correct, uh, if I remember correctly, I stands for intersex. Um, And intersex is actually a medical uh, condition where a person is born with both, with both, male and female um, attributes, you know, sometimes it's just both, you know, double X chromosome and a Y chromosome, you know, like a person might just have like an extra Y chromosome, you know, or it could go as far as a person, um, it can go as far as a person having uh, it can even go as far as a person um, having 
both male and female genitalia. Um, so that's what the I stands for, just intersex. Um, and we'll go more into what intersex is within itself uh, a little bit later. But A, um, so there was a bit of debate about what A truly stands for. Uh, originally, it was supposed to stand for asexual. Uh, and asexual is a person that might not need sex in their lives or want sex in their lives or just, you know, sometimes even disgusted by sex. And asexual within itself is an umbrella term. And um, we'll go into that more later because just because you're asexual doesn't mean, you know, you don't want a relationship, doesn't mean you don't want love, doesn't mean you don't want romance. And that is a whole topic within itself that we'll get into a little more later. Um, But yeah, it was a debate if the A stands for asexual or ally. And ally is a person that may not be, that, that may be straight. Um, but it still supports the uh, LGBTQ community. And um, a lot of people didn't like that uh, there was even thought behind the A standing for ally because um, it, it's a big thing in the LGBTQ community on basically how to be a proper ally because um, a lot of self-proclaimed allies take it too far and try to overshadow the LGBTQ people themselves. So it was kind of more like a thing of, yeah, um, yeah, we're, we're happy that you support us and support the LGBTQ community, but just because you support us doesn't mean you need an entire letter in our acronym, an entire, like, big chunk in our community just to yourselves because you know just because you support us doesn't mean that you don't have your own community because the straight community is a community within itself um so there was a some debate over that um and I myself just consider the a to be uh asexual um because I agree that even though you support the LGBTQ community, it doesn't necessarily mean that you should have an entire, like, letter to yourself, you know? Uh, There was another debate um, with kind of the same, uh, kind of the same argument behind it, if you will, um, because uh, straight allies now have a uh, a pride flag, uh, their own flag, and we'll, we'll talk about more, we'll talk more, go more in depth about flags later. But, you know, we all know the rainbow flag, you know, it's the basic rainbow flag. It stands, you know, for the LGBTQ community. But each community, even though the LGBTQ community is a community within itself, there are a bunch of smaller communities and groups within it. So each smaller community and group has its own flag and its flag has meaning behind it and different designs behind it in some communities and um a flag just kind of represents um you know a flag it kind of just represents that they are a permanent respected and and a permanent respected group inside of the community um, so it kind of it, it kind of just establishes that they are you know they're here they 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 exist they're here and they deserve respect just like anybody any other community inside of this community. Um, so because that's kind of like what a flag represents, and you know I'll go more into that later. But because that's kind of what a flag represents, um, it it's sparked a lot of debate when the straight uh, allies got their own flag. Um, and the flag, you know, it's, it's, it's like a black and white flag in the background. And then there's like this incomplete 
A or an upside down V, whichever one you want to see it as, that has inside of the flag that has the LGBTQ colors in it, the, you know, the rainbow flag in it. Um, and the reason it's designed that way is because uh, a few years, uh, years back, uh, straight people made their own flag, uh, which was just black and white which is a whole different debate and topic within itself that we'll go into more later. Um, but that flag was the background, the, the basis for the straight allies flag to, you know, say that, hey, we're straight, but, you know, we support you guys. So, you know, here's your, like, stripe of colors in here, too. And that's what their flag uh, looks like. And it was a debate over whether they should have a flag or not, because, once again, even though you support the community, you're not a part of the community, if you will. Um, so a lot of people were like, why should they get a flag, you know, um, supporting people who just want to love whoever they love, however they love. Uh, supporting that isn't, you know, that's, that's just a basic, that's the bare minimum, you know, the bare minimum, a basic necessity. It, it's not something we should celebrate because it's something that should already be happening, you know? Um, and so it was like, a lot of people were like, well, you know, they don't really need a flag. And that's, I believe that's still a debate that's going on. I don't know if it's fully still going on, but I believe that's a debate that's still going on. Um, but until the debate is fully like, I guess, settled, um, a lot of people still use the straight ally flag. Um, it's not a bad thing to use by any means. It just, you know, you know, if you yourself, you know, any listeners out there use it, just know that there is a debate going on behind the flag that you use, which once again, it's not a bad flag to use. It doesn't really represent anything bad. It just represents something that's being debated within itself. Um... Um, yeah, but that's, that was like the debate behind the flags and the debate behind, you know, if the A in LGBTQIA should stand for asexual or ally or both. Um, so right now, because that debate's still kind of going on, it, 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 uh, we kind of just, ex- well, not accept, but we kind of just use the letter to mean both, but just know that it, it should mean asexual more than it means ally um but yeah lgbtqia uh so lgbtqia plus is all of what we just talked about with a plus um so the plus is the same thing uh it means the same thing as the plus on lgbtq plus uh we just you know added it on there to make sure that everybody feels included um, and that's, yeah, that's what the acronyms mean. Um, there are a few other acronyms out there. Um, so if you guys find any and you want me to talk about it, just, you know, comment, I guess. Well, right now the podcast is only out on Spotify. Um, I actually have to work on getting it set up on Apple Music, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Um, oh, well, the podcast is also on the site RSS. Um, but yeah, um, those are the only sites we're on at the moment. So I know on like Spotify, uh, you can't leave comments yet, but soon, soon we will be on a site where you can leave comments and stuff and I can see you guys reply and see your interactions on, uh, on the channel. And once I do get the podcast, um, <clears throat> set up on, those sites I will have I will implement a thing into the podcast or at least try to implement a thing into the podcast where I ask you guys more questions but ask you a question of the day which um a question of the day probably is like uh, a out of date thing if you will it's probably like a old youtuber thing that maybe shouldn't be brought back or maybe should be brought back I don't know um, but we'll, we'll try it out for a little bit, uh, once I'm set up on those sites, uh, give you a question of the day, and, uh, just see how it goes. If we like it, we'll keep it. If not, we won't. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, um, yeah, that's, that's what the acronyms stand for. Um, but another thing I wanted to talk about is going kind of in depth with, um, all of the, 
uh, all of the um, all of the like uh, terms. There you go. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. My bad. All of the terms or sexualities or identities, if you will, that are in the acronym. And uh, a thing we'll be doing, a very um, prevalent thing we'll be doing on this uh, podcast is talking about different uh, identities but um, I'm probably going to go a lot more in depth with the lesser known identities. So this episode, I'm going to get through the more common identities because although all identity, although all identities, you know, should be treated, you know, fairly and equally, um, the more common ones, you know, they're not going to because they're so common, they're not going to have like a whole section or whole episode of the podcast like some of the other identities might. Like I know asexuality, um, it might have its own episode in the future just because it is such a diverse thing. And like I said earlier, it is an umbrella term. Oh, and if you guys don't know what uh, umbrella term means, umbrella term is just uh, it's just a um, phrase meaning that it is a blank ter- a blanket term. It's just a term that you know it's a surf- surface level term, if you will. Like there's a lot of different categories and different people and different other terms that are under the category of that term. So. Asexuality is an umbrella term, so there's a lot of different identities, different terms, different just everything under that term itself. So I know, like, for a fact, that might have its own episode. And um, the thing about me is the the way I talk, I kind of, like, I try to tell, like, a a, a straight and narrow story, (laughs) Um, but... I usually go off on like little tangents in the story, kind of like how I'm doing right now. Um, so I can't promise like that whole episode will just be asexuality because I'll probably end up going off on a tangent and talking about something else for a little bit. But I'll, 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 I always end up circling back around to the, the main point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I am, like I'm about to do now. Uh, and the main point of this is that I am about to basically give a quick little breakdown of... Uh, the more commonly known terms uh, of of the LGBTQ community. And so I'm just going to break down uh, all of the terms in the acronym LGBTQ. Uh, And the reason I'm doing LGBTQ and not LGBTQ plus or LGBTQIA or LGBTQIA plus is because they're a lot newer and a lot of people are just getting getting to know what the I and the A and the plus stand for. So those, in my mind, at least aren't as commonly known as LGBTQ is. Um, so they will not be included in this little common terms uh, section. Uh, so yeah. Once again, just ignore any sounds you hear in the background. Um, I don't have my own studio uh, at the moment. I just have this little home office, and my home office <laughs> really isn't a home office. Uh, it's a little, just a little section of my house dedicated to this podcast and to you know um, the work and jobs that we do in the family. And uh, I don't, as I stated in the uh, the trailer, I am a minor, so I don't live by myself. I live with my family. So what you hear in the background is just my family, you know, being themselves, laughing, cooking, doing whatever they're doing. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, if you if you just hear that, that that's what that is. Um, But yeah, like I said, let's get into the uh, common terms of the LGBTQ community. Once again, I'll just be breaking down LGBT and Q. So that'll be all for this episode. But that's all I'm going to break down for for this particular episode. But uh, yeah, let's get into it. So yeah, uh, let's get started. Um, So L, uh, 
as I stated previously, L stands for lesbian. So, the lesbian community, let's talk about it. Uh, lesbian, the definition of a lesbian uh, has changed a lot over the years. Um, the original definition is a woman who loves women. Um, but it has changed uh, very recently, actually, to uh, include more non-binary people and more p- people that uh, don't go by she, her pronouns, which non-binary pronouns, we'll get all into that later. Um, and just in case you didn't see the trailer, my pronouns are she, her. I tried out, fun fact, uh, oh my goodness, I'm already getting off topic. Oh well. Fun fact, I tried out, uh, she, they for a while and it just didn't stick. I like, honestly, I don't think I gave it a really fair trial one run because I just, I changed my pronouns on my, um, social medias, but I didn't really like give it a shot in real life because, uh, well, (laughs) because I didn't think that the people around me would understand or truly give it a fair shot. So, you know, maybe when I'm a little older, maybe I'll give it another shot. But yeah, they were she, they for a hot second. Um, but yeah, they're she, her. Um, but anyway, back to the thing, uh, the, yeah. So the definition recently changed to a non-man loving another non-man. Non-men loving non-men. Um, and I do think, I do see this as a, you know, more of a positive change to include, you know, our, you know, non-binary pals and our, you know, um, yeah, our, you know, they, thems, you know, uh, to include and be more inclusive. And I do like the direction we're going, but I don't like how we're, per- personally, I don't like how we're going about it because the whole, uh, a whole, like, big thing about being a lesbian and, you know, getting accepted, uh, by everybody was, you know, trying to make people realize that lesbians didn't, didn't and don't depend on men. Like, it's not that, oh, we're a lesbian because we don't like men. We're a lesbian because we love women, you know? Um, you know, it was like, you know, it's not that, oh, you know, a man, you know, fucked me over and now, you know, now I don't, now I don't, you know, kick it with any man. No, it's I love women and point blank period. I love women. I want to be with a woman. That, that's it. So the fact that we now, it, it kind of feels like while we were trying to take two steps forward we ended up taking like five steps back because now that the definition is a non-man loving another non-man it's like the fact that the definition itself has to or includes um men at all I mean even though it's saying non-man but it still includes men it feels like it's basically erasing what we fought so hard for because now it's like now it is contingent on men and now it is more of a thing like oh it's just we don't like men you know what I'm saying and I'm not saying to go back to the original because once again I want to be inclusive to all of our pallies and to all of our 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 people but I don't you know I don't want what I don't want to happen is that we're trying so hard to be inclusive to other people that we uh, end up erasing some of our history or end up excluding some people, you know, or end up um, basically going backwards. So I just think that we should go like, you know, as a community, just go back to the drawing board and think of another definition just because lesbians don't depend on men that's like, like at all, you know, so just, it it feels kind of, I don't know, ironic, hypocritical, it just weird that our definition now has, you know, men in it, Uh, but yeah, uh, that's the, (laughs) that's the definitions, Um, and so, 
yeah, lesbian, there's a lot in the lesbian community. There are different labels in the lesbian community. And with these labels, you have to be a little careful because there are certain labels for certain uh, ethnicities. And we'll get into that, well, well, right now. <laughs> so the labels there are, um, there's butch, there's, well, I don't know if I should say this word. I mean, I am, like, I am a lesbian myself, um, so I don't know if it's kind of like, I'm gonna say it, but it, like, I am, like, I'm, even though I'm saying the word, doesn't mean that you should say the word, because it is still an offensive word. So another term, uh, is dyke. And dyke, as we know, is a slur um, towards lesbians, or at least as we should know, is that dyke is a slur towards lesbians. It shouldn't be used just willy-nilly or at all uh, unless you are a lesbian. Um, But even though it is a slur, it is still a uh, label in the uh, lesbian community that, you know, if you label yourself as a dyke I mean that that's okay because that's what you want to be known as you know um so there's butch there's dyke uh so then there's mask uh, as in like a mask lesbian um there's stud stem and femme so let's let's break all of these down because I I gave y'all a bunch of terms and I did not give Besides Dyke, I didn't give any, uh, any definitions, if you will. So, Butch, um, Butch is a hyper-masculine lesbian that is usually white. Um, you know, Butch, uh, all of these terms have definitely changed over the years as, you know, you know, ethnicities and races have been becoming more equal and stuff like that. You know, a lot of these uh, terms have changed, um, but the original, like, usually, originally, butches were and are white, um, hyper-masculine white women. Um, but now, you know, anybody could, well, I think anybody could be a, a butch, um, but they are still, you know, mainly and usually white women. Um, uh, when I say hyper-masculine, I mean like they are, um, I just mean they're very masculine. Uh, and the reason I say hyper-masculine is because, uh, like I said earlier, there is a lesbian term called mask which we'll get into a little bit later, but mask is different from butch, you know, um, and a lot of these terms, you know, a lot of these labels and terms deal with masculinity, um, within itself, um, so I just want to differentiate them, uh, because even though most, a majority of them deal with masculinity, they are not the same, um, Butch, um, because butch is a older term, most butches now are older women. Um, I, at least personally, I haven't seen a lot of, um, a lot of younger butches. Uh, I will say this though, like I've noticed, um, there is this new term, if you will, a new label, uh, it came from TikTok, I believe, uh, where it's called a Hey Mama's Lesbian. Uh, a Hey Mama's Lesbian. And so <laughs> this, this I feel like a Hey Mama's Lesbian is kind of like a younger or maybe even a more toned down version of Butch. Um, a Hey Mama's Lesbian might just be a... Uh, a different version of a mask lesbian, which once again, we'll get into what a mask lesbian is in just a little second here. But, um, that is just that, that's not like an official term, but like if you're on social media and you see just like somebody calls somebody else a, Hey mama's lesbian, that's what they mean. Uh, they, it's just like a, um, a lesbian that's 
usually a little more a little more mask pre- presenting um, can be easily confused with a tomboy and um, they're usually trying to uh, like they'll you'll usually see them make a thirst trap on TikTok or you know they'll their favorite thing to say is like you know hey mamas and and try to flirt and stuff like that uh, very flirty and stuff um, but that's that's what a hey mama's lesbian is um, like I said it's not an like an official term but you know the more you know uh, but yeah that's hey mamas and that's you know butch. So then there's dyke, which once again is a slur. So unless you are unless you are a lesbian and or identify as a dyke yourself, do not use this word. Um, but it is a uh, it is a term in the uh, lesbian community, and so once again it was a slur, and then it kind of became this thing where a lot of lesbians, a lot of hyper 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 masculine lesbians would use it as a um uh use it as like you know kind of just you know taking the word back if you will uh and so most there was a time where most dykes were african-american women um but you know dykes dykes within itself is not a, a term that is tied to like any race but there was a time where you'd see most dykes being you know african-american um but uh there also is a a a thing i've kind of noticed like a a pipeline if you will where it's like uh, most dykes you know when they get older they realize that they're just kind of like uh trans men and i'm not saying all dykes are and i'm not use i'm not saying this to like discredit dykes or anything like that and um i'm not using it in that way at all but i have noticed that the dykes to trans man pipeline is very much a thing and very much uh like common if you will and a, a pipeline just in case um you don't know what a pipeline is a pipeline is kind of like a a, a uh, connection between two groups that you wouldn't really expect to connect but they usually do like another common pipeline is the disney channel actor to serial serial killer actor pipeline you know like how zach efron zach Zach, yeah, I said his name right, right? It's Zach Efron. I don't know why that sounds so weird. Uh, like, I'm just, like, hearing myself say it, and I, it sounds wrong. <laughs> but Zach Efron, he played a serial killer, and uh, Ross Lynch played a serial killer, and I believe another Disney star played a serial killer. I can't remember who exactly, but that's like a pipeline, you know, one a, a connection that you may not expect that, you know, a Disney because you know disney you know with it itself it's it's like this one thing you know it's it's for kids it's you know bright and colorful and stuff like that and then you know serial killers or, and and like uh portraying or and playing a serial killer that's like a whole different thing that's kind of dark and gloomy and it's just it's not two groups that you would expect to intermingle but they weirdly do um and that's kind of what a pipeline is so when I say pipeline, that's kind of what I mean. Not specifically like Disney Channel stars to serial killers, but, you know, that unexpected common connection. Um, so an unexpected common connection, a pipeline, um, would be uh, dykes to trans men. Now, once again, I'm not saying that all dykes are trans men. I'm not saying that if you were ever a dyke, you're a trans man. Um, but I, I am saying that it is more common than one may think. Um so yeah, that's that's that. And then there's then there is a stud. So stud is there's a lot of confusion about the term stud. Um, one because it is a more it's a uh, it is a term that is a little dated. I mean it's still very commonly used, but it is an older term. 
Um, and because it is an older term, it has history behind it itself as a term, as a label. So because history is ever changing, the label itself has, you know, kind of ever changed and, and, um, because it's changed so much, it, it's kind of confused a lot of people. And then, you know, it's kind of a confusing term. Well, not a confusing term within itself, but it's confused people because there are a lot of rumors and stuff like that about studs. Um, but before we get into rumors or anything like that, what a stud is, is a masculine lesbian, a masculine African-American or Afro-Latina lesbian. So this is one of those terms that I, I was mentioning earlier when it is a ethnic it is a uh, ethnically tied term. Not everybody can use this term. You have to be African American, you know, black, Afro Latina, Afro Latina, or have you know, black in you and very present in you uh, to use this term to identify as this term. Not everybody can identify as this term. Um, because there was a time that, you know, even though both uh, the Black community and the LGBTQ community didn't have that many rights and were both being uh, discriminated against, there was still a time where um, they, you could say they didn't get along. Uh, there was a time where a lot of gay people were um, racist. And that, you know, that was like one of the weirdest things for me to actually learn because, you know, I always assumed, I guess, where, you know, if, if, if group, different groups are being discriminated against, don't have all of their rights and, and stuff like that, then they wouldn't discriminate against each other because they're already, you know, like battling a, uh, another force. So why not, you know, why battle? each other when you can like come together and fight the main force but that's not how it how it's always been so you know there were a time where gay people were racist um and yeah so a a way to like i guess stake their claim in the gay community in the lesbian community they uh they being african-americans black people me uh we um, came up with our own terms, and one of those terms was stud. Uh, so stud is a masculine lesbian, and over time it has changed because stud used to be uh, equivalent to a butch, but then as time changed, studs became a little more, it still had masculinity, but studs became, um, added their femininity into their masculinity, um, so a little more than butches do so then they kind of became you know wasn't like butches and studs were an equal term because they didn't have the equal amount of um masculinity um but yeah and so now it's um now it's kind of a thing where a lot of for a while a lot of people didn't know the history behind the term stud so a lot of people on the internet, on TikTok, you know, wherever were like using, you know, the term stud and they weren't black. Um, and so that was like a whole thing trying to like reteach the history behind this word for people to know that, hey, not everybody can identify as this term. Um, so then because of that happened, a lot of people, you know, a lot of the considerate people were like, okay, we can't use that term because, you know, obviously it doesn't, it's not for us. So what can we use as the equivalent of that? But it also doesn't, you know, discriminate and take away the history of, you know, the term, the term stud. And that's kind of where the term mask was born. I will say mask is probably the newest, uh, official term, uh, or label, sorry, label that a, a lesbian can be, but mask is very much the equivalent of a stud, um, but a mask can be any, any ethnicity, any race, uh, you can even be black and just identify as mask instead of identify as a stud, um, and yeah, so then there was like, um, then there's STEM, and STEM, 
well, I guess I should talk about femme first. So femme is a feminine lesbian, just, you know, a, le- a lesbian that's very much in touch with their femininity. And um, that doesn't mean that they don't have any masculinity, but their masculinity is very much on the lower side. And yeah, and that doesn't necessarily mean that they don't have any feminine, uh, any masculinity. It just means that they are way more feminine and they're in touch with their feminine side. Um, so, um, so yeah, and then there's that, well, that, yeah, that's femme. Uh, so a femme is just a very feminine lesbian. But uh, femmes used to be confused with a term that uh, you that people can't use anymore because it is once again offensive. Uh, lipstick lesbians and lipstick get lesbians. Um, I wasn't truly like around when that was a uh, widely used term, so I can't truly say that I know one hundred percent what a li- lipstick lesbian is. But what I what the, g- the gist I get from a lipstick lipstick lesbian is like a lesbian that would you know, is very fem- feminine and would, like, pretend, like, pretend to be a lesbian and, like, do, like, lesbian things, you know, have lesbian sex, kiss women and stuff, but then would, like, go sleep with a man and stuff, which sounds like being bisexual, but I guess it was, it wasn't because they weren't, like, they weren't, I don't know, they, like, weren't, let me, hold on, let me, hold on, let me look up what a lipstick lesbian so lesbian is so i'm not like putting misinformation out there into the internet there's already enough of that so hold on okay so i just looked it up and apparently this goes a lot deeper than i thought it does um so yeah let me let me let me break it down so from what i've gathered um a lipstick lesbian is a strong independent lesbian woman who goes only with or usually goes with other feminine lesbians. So a lipstick lesbian is kind of with like a lipstick lesbian within itself isn't anything bad. It's definitely not what I thought it was. Like everything I said before, just like scrap all of that, get that out of your head. It is a feminine lesbian who dates and is attracted to other feminine lesbians. Uh, and for some reason, I guess at some point that was seen as bad. And not as it was supposed to be because I guess, you know, everybody, you know, even though lesbians are lesbians, everybody was still obsessed with the uh, relationship at least being hetero passing or, you know, looking quote unquote normal. So a, a lesbian being, so a, a feminine woman being with another feminine woman was just way too much back then, I guess. A feminine woman could only be with a man or I guess a masculine woman. And I guess that made, you know, men and other lesbians not feel emasculated because it's like, oh, they basically, it was that argument where it was like, oh, they basically want to be with a man, but they were like hurt by men or whatever. And so they're basically with a woman that wants to be a man or that looks like a man. So they basically want men. It was that old, outdated, horrible argument. I guess that's what the basis of that was. And so... But in my search of what a lipstick lesbian was, I also stumbled across what a femme lesbian used to be. So a femme lesbian, uh, where when I grew up, a femme lesbian was just a feminine woman who likes other women, you know. No, so it didn't matter if she liked other femmes, other studs, stems, butches, masks, whatever. Um, but apparently back then, femme meant uh, a feminine lesbian who was with a masculine uh, lesbian. And it is seen, it used to be seen as femme lesbians were, you know, meek and submissive and subservient and stuff uh, to mask lesbians, which, you know, totally not true. Totally not how it's supposed to be. You can be whoever you want. Uh, this, these labels don't define who you are uh, in the relationship dynamic, you know, top, bottom, dom, sub, which we'll get into at a totally later date, totally down the line. That's like not even in the conversation at the moment. I mean, I just said it, but you know what I mean? Um, 
so yeah whereas so as whereas a, a femme lesbian was seen as meek and submissive and blah 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 a lipstick lesbian because they didn't need to have that masculinity in the light in their life they were seen as strong and independent and didn't need no type of masculinity in their life and i guess that threatened everyone around them so lipstick lesbian kind of became like a, a demonized type of you know uh label term i mean it's outdated now because it's offensive you know it's a it's like it, it shouldn't be it's offensive because anybody any lesbian should be able to date any other lesbian you know it shouldn't be a thing that if oh if you're a feminine lesbian dating another feminine lesbian that automatically means that you don't need any masculinity and that automatically means that you know you're this and that and you know that it just it it's offensive because it comes the history behind it and it comes with a lot of expectations being a lipstick lesbian within itself is not a bad thing you know a feminine lesbian dating another feminine lesbian by no means is a negative thing but the history behind that word that term and the expectations slapped onto that term uh is why it's uh outdated not used and not uh uh, is, is offensive. There you go. Um, but yeah, there's, there's that term. Um, and so the last term I want to talk about for lesbians is, um, goodness gracious, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, STEM. So STEM is another term that is, has a, that is ethnically tied and I will explain, explain why. So a STEM is a person that switches from being a stud lesbian and a femme lesbian, you know. They switch because they um, because they want to. They switch their style, you know, they can be more feminine at sometimes. They can be more masculine at sometimes. They just, you know, whatever they feel like dressing like is what they, what they want to do, you know. And so, um, yeah, the reason why it is ethnically tied is because STEM is literally femme and stud, you know, created into one word. And stud itself is an ethnic term. So when you tie an ethnic term with any other term, it becomes ethnic itself. So STEM is not really a, a term that just anybody can use. It is once again a African-American, you know, Black people, Afro-Latina thing, you know. Um, so, yeah, those are all of the lesbian terms. Um, all of them, they have all gone through changes throughout history, you know. Uh, they've all had a long history behind them. Um, well, not all of them, because, you know, mask lesbian is pretty new. But most of them have a long history behind them. Um, and, you know, back way back when they were used not only as labels, but how you identify yourself as, you know, stud, butch, dyke, uh, stem, femme, you know, these, you know, even lipstick lesbian, you know, these five or six categories. And those were the five or six categories that were, that lesbians were expected to stick to. And if you didn't stick to any of them, well, then were you really a lesbian? You know what I'm saying? That type of thing. So that's, they were not only used as labels, but as identities. Um, and nowadays, you know, obviously, once again, people, especially my generation, don't want to be put in a box, any box, you know, just because, and they definitely don't want to be put inside of a box, inside of a box. Um, oh, and I'm um, speaking of that, um, another term that I almost forgot about is un, uh, no label. So no label was... Um, it's not the newest. It, it was around when, you know, stud and STEM came out, but they're a little, just a little bit younger than stud and STEM because, you know, like I said, the, those were the, those were those five or six boxes that lesbians were expected to stick to and not break out from. And so, uh, lesbians created another term, no label that, um, was a basically a term where it's like I am a no label I don't want to be stuck in any box which is ironic because labeling yourself a no label is therefore giving you a label which is also putting you in a box that's supposed to be it's basically a box that's basically saying I don't want to be in a box but um it is a term and no labels usually you know no no labels dress however they want to dress 
but no labels and stems would see a lot of crossover in in their dressing you would see them dress pretty similar or and and their styles would be pretty similar um but yeah no no labels was a, another term uh that is used in the les- lesbian community um but and once again it was used as not just a label but an identity and so um now uh now all of these terms you know well not all of them because you know lipstick lesbian and like dyke those aren't really used anymore but most of these terms are still used but they're not used as identities anymore they're used just as labels so now people just use them more for the fashion sense and to explain to people why their fashion is the way there it is more than it is to explain how they are as a person like it, it used to be um and yeah that's that's the lesbian community um all wrapped up in a you know pretty 30 minute bow <laughs> um so i did say that i was going to explain uh lgbtq uh all of the common labels in this episode um but explaining lesbian went on a lot longer than i thought it will um so what i'm going to do is i'm going to update b g t and q in the uh, next upcoming days uh, but my plan for this podcast is to update at least once a week on Wednesdays around anywhere around 5 p.m to 8 p.m central time uh, because that's the time I'm in um, but because I did say that I was going to explain all of these in one episode and I can't I will uh, give them their episode but the epi- those episodes will come uh uh, they will come out uh, not on my regular schedule. They all come out in the days to follow. So tomorrow I'll update. I'll give you uh, G. Uh, maybe I'll give you G and B. Um, and then the next day I'll give you like T and Q or, or some some close to that. They they will be coming in the in the upcoming days. So it'll be back to back posts. So it'll be kind of like daily posts. Uh, but going forward, it's not always going to be daily posts. It's going. I'm going to update at least, at least once a week, Wednesdays, five anywhere from five to eight p.m. Central Time. Um, but yeah, that's all the time I have today. Uh, so I'm also trying out a little uh, um, outro, if you will. So I'm gonna say the outro, and you know, if you like it, well, well, I won't be able to know until until I put this on a site that has comments. But this is what I'm going to use for for now on. So goodbye, guys. Be here. Be queer. Be excellent. And I'll see you later, folks. Um, Yeah.